Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 19 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross, along with Nikki Robinson and Joshua Unruh. Devin Green was in a car accident this morning. She's okay, but she's not feeling well, so we wish for a speedy recovery for you, Devin. Please come back very soon. This week, we are talking with Rex Doherty and Aaron Woods. They're with Reduction Theater and OKC Dead. And Rex is actually from Washington, D.C. He's uh, part of SOAS NUA. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Uh, they, it's a Washington, D.C. group. That's an Irish word. And, and you, you do theater up there. Is that correct? We do all contemporary Irish art, but I am the artistic director of the theater department. So it's a multidisciplined company. We do literature. We do language classes, dance, fashion sometimes, um, literature. Uh, but yeah, I'm in charge of the theater wing. And you're from here, though. But yeah, I grew up uh, South Side, Oklahoma City. Good deal. Good deal. Okay, so OKC Dead. Someone oh. talk to me about Rawr. that. <laughs> well, um, we have had a relationship with Rex for, well, personally, for many years, for 11 years? Wow. Yeah. So. Um, but at Reduction Theater, we were looking to do something Halloween-oriented for the fall of 2015. Um, and we had done, in 2012, a night of Grand Guignot, which was a mm -hmm. Grand Guignot-style theater, which is the raw Paris uh, theater it spans uh, several years. It's this historic kind of theater. Anyway, it, it blew up, and it was really great. We got on the cover of the Gazette. We were actually the first local theater company to get a Gazette cover story for many years. Um, now now people are getting them left and right, but KOSU, KOSU did a story on that as well. <laughs> so you can go on yeah. to KOSU.org KOSU, and still find that. That's thing. right. Yeah. Trails blazed all over. Yeah, we built a guillotine. It was like sound it, of the guillotine. It was really cool. Oh, it was so cool. And um, it was a really cool event. We did it just Friday and Saturday nights. Friday was uh, one set of shows. Saturday was a different set of shows. So we invited people to come back again. Um, and we wanted to do it again, but we wanted to do it... Uh, like uh, Sleep No More, which is uh, an incredible show that's been running in New York City for about six years now, um, which is kind of like a walking tour. It's like a freeform tour where you can go as an audience member. You can go where you want. You can choose to follow the story or you can follow something different. It's all in this creepy hotel. It's this kind of crazy. Uh, it's it's supposed to be um, uh, kind of this different storytelling uh, way to tell Macbeth, but it, it, people have yeah, said, don't, don't. Deconstructed. Yeah. yeah, like people said, don't think about Macbeth because it'll just make you mad that it's <laughs> 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 just, just experience it for what it is. Where's Burnham Wood? Yeah, where's exactly. Burnham? There's, a, there, you know, Shakespeare nerds are like, what is, where's Duncan? Like, there's nothing <laughs> like that. Um, so we wanted to do something along those lines, but with Grand Guignot, but we really didn't know what, you know, we really didn't um, have, uh, you know, we didn't have a map to what we wanted, but we wanted something like that. And Rex happened to be visiting at the time, and he said, well, I did something last year, and it's not quite what you're talking about, but it was awesome. And it's definitely this freeform kind of event where the audience is the main character. And he literally described to us what DC Dead was, which premiered in Washington, DC, um, 2014 and Halloween. And it blew up. And him and his partner, Von Irving, had this incredible experience. And it was just, it was a different kind of thing. It, 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 it encouraged the haunted house crowd to come to theater. And it encouraged the theater crowd to do something that was a bit more like a haunted, like an interactive haunted house. Very cool, yeah. And it was, it was such a different kind of thing. And so we were like, this is it kind of not what we you know had hoped for but like really up our alley so uh we said come on and do it with us and so him and my husband tyler who's the artistic director of reduction theater um they uh, rex and him went to the civic center and developed the show specifically for oklahoma city and specifically for the space that we're working in in the civic center and i'll let rex, rex talk about that but we're using the Civic Center like no one's used it ever before. We're using four different floors. We're using non <laughs> Literally, you're seeing backstage places that I've never seen before. Hmm. <laughs> and um, it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, so it's a, we, we call it a live action zombie survival experience. And it's, actually, it, it's not a haunted house. It, it, it doesn't work as a haunted house because mm -hmm. I'm coming at it more from a theatrical perspective and sort of a gaming perspective because haunted house and like gore and, and, and that stuff isn't, wasn't really interesting to me. But what I was really into was well, what's it like to live in the apocalypse? And so 
everything artistically in the show is is a bit more real than you know clowns with purple hair going mm-hmm. ah. Uh, which so, is really scary. Though. Which is scary, <laughs> but or, or that person that jumps out at you, then you know that person's going to come and jump out at you at yeah. some point. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. you're um, expecting the yeah. the thrills and chills. yeah. So as soon as you walk in the door, it's an immersive experience, and we've set up um, the Civic Center as Survivor headquarters, and this is you know it's a big building. Mm-hmm. It is the Civic Center, and we are Oklahoma City residents. Um, so. There's uh, there's not all there's a, the only suspension of disbelief is that it's the zombie apocalypse. Uh, so we ask people to play along as soon as we see them. A lower and lower bar all the time. <laughs> right, right, right. So we've set up the scaffolding as a fort, and uh, there's a chain, you know, a little fence that we let you in on, let you in through uh, in in the lobby, and we're like, get in here. You're all right. Great. You're alive. You've made it. Good. Welcome to Survivor Headquarters. And we brief you on a mission, and the mission is to find uh, the vaccine for the zombie infection. There, uh, there was a team of scientists working in the building, but the building's been overrun, so we've been cut off from our research. And so you have to go scavenger hunt the fragments of the vaccine, which are spread throughout the building, and uh, find all the pieces, scavenger hunt style, and then find the lab and synthesize the, the vaccine or the inoculation. How many groups do this? So we do, um, in Oklahoma City, we do 11 groups a night mm-hmm. and eight people can be on a mission. Okay. And it's about, it's a 45 minute mission, uh, which is also another really cool thing. Most haunted houses are like 15 minutes long. Uh, yeah. So, and, and they just, you know, you walk through. 45 minutes usually how long going. you're in the line. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, and so there's, there's no waiting. Like if you buy a, 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 the 720 ticket, we start at 7.20. We actually have to because it, it kind of works like yeah, a train. Exactly right. <laughs> you, you can't be late. Uh, so uh, you show up. We, we brief you on your mission, and we give you a Nerf gun and a white T-shirt, which serves as what we call the infection barometer because as you're going through the building, sweeping four floors of the Civic Center with your guide, we send an actor with you who's kind of the survival like, experience DM. aficionado <laughs> so, uh, the dm yes yes <laughs> that's right uh so they go with you uh they help you with the story they help you stay safe they help help you make smart decisions um and uh oh but our all, the rest of our cast at the are zombies and they have stage blood on their hands and they're trying to tag you uh, so on your white T-shirt that we give you. And if you get too many tags, you can become one of the infected, one of the undead. And then you, awesome. what's fun about that is we'll, we separate you from the group because we can't allow you to put the mission at risk or the other team members in jeopardy. But then you get to turn into a zombie. We give you a makeup tutorial and then you get to attack your friends. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, so people have had that a gr- is the best job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which when, when we when we developed it last year in DC, Vaughn and I were like, "Is that cool? Like, will people have fun?" We're worried that people were going to miss out on you know shooting. They feel like they'd lost or something. Yeah, like, but like people were like, game. "I am coming, and I am going to turn into a zombie, so <laughs> I can attack my boyfriend or whatever." Yeah. So, so people totally dug it, and we're like, "Oh, great! It's not just a consolation prize. It's it's it. it's totally what they showed yeah, up for." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're yeah, like, I was wondering, "Do you have anybody who actually just goes, 'I'm just going to die right now, so I can become a zombie'?" Yeah, we've had people just be like, "Get me, get me!" <laughs> uh, so we're like, "All right, well, you, my body is turn. ready. I joined the ranks of the undead." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we started in DC, and the it's running in DC right now, actually. Mm. So Vaughn is running that branch, and I've been sent here to deal with the OKC <laughs> infection. Um, <laughs> we heard there was an outbreak, so we DC headquarters dispatched me to deal. With this Rex one. came to see if his family was safe, and then stayed, <laughs> stayed yeah. Yeah. to recruit people here. Um, but speaking of family, the whole uh, germ of the idea, if you will. Um, came from my sister's bachelorette party. So she got married last, uh, a year ago, August. And so last July threw her a party in DC and I wanted to throw something really special. I I was the maid of honor. And as I was an unusual maid of honor, I was like, well, let's do something fun. And so I arranged with uh, several actor friends of in town uh, to be part of this zombie apocalypse surprise bachelorette party. So 
everyone who couldn't participate, uh, especially back uh, her friends and family back home, I had them start texting her um, like in the late afternoon, are you okay? And just kind of vague things like, what's going on? And so she gets to the party and she's like, I'm getting these weird text messages from the family. And, and I'm like, I don't know, what do they say? She's, people are asking if everything's okay in DC. And, and we had actually, very fortunately, um, we had just been missed by a hurricane. <laughs> oh. So I just used that as like, well, it's probably the weather. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it was actually a beautiful, like, uh, cool, sunny night. And so it was, it was great. Uh, so we just, we did like a bar crawl. And then at every bar, I had an actor come up to uh, the party and give the bride a piece of survival equipment. And I actually didn't tell the other girls on the party that I was. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. Because none of them were actors, and I didn't want them to be like, oh, how strange. What is this helmet you've been. So they were all just like super surprised, and they were like, oh my God, that guy just gave you a bike helmet and said, be careful. And I was like, yeah, that's weird. They played right into your hands. They played right into my hands. (laughs) They were in on other things, but not not the whole uh, master plan. So we went to three different places. She got three different pieces of equipment. She got like a flashlight. She got a bike helmet. Uh, I think she got like a, some pills, <laughs> some medicine. <laughs> and then uh, in between the bars, I had the, the girls on the party kind of stage weird things. Uh, one of them disappeared for a minute, and then she showed up at the next bar, and I gave her makeup, and she had like this little red mark on her hand. She's oh, like, some man. guy grabbed me. And, oh, that's um, cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, so it was all just kind of this mental uh, game that we were playing. And uh, But anytime she sort of sniffed uh, suspicion in the air, I had a questionnaire of like, your, you know, what was Jamel's first date? And all Oh, the, so you were playing like a game. Yeah, we were playing like okay, a bachelorette yeah. game, <laughs> which was total distraction. Yes. Uh, so, but... Brilliant use of party games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kill suspicion with banality. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, anytime she's like, what's this? And you're like, you well, you have to go sing a, I'm a Little Teapot to a Stranger. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at the last the last place we went to, we had um, two of the girls from the party sneak out first and go ahead and like put on zombie regalia. And as, as soon as we walked around the corner, they just <laughs> attacked. But she was ready because she had her survival equipment. (laughs) And by then, just like the dread of the evening or something, but she just bolted down the street. Uh, She just took off running, leaving the whole party behind. Like... I was like, all right, you're, 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 a f- doesn't have to be faster than the zombies, awesome. just happier. Yeah, faster, faster than, than me. Everybody else in the bridal party. <laughs> right. Save the bride. That's how you know she's not actually living in a horror movie, too, is because that's a completely reasonable and wise yeah. decision. <laughs> Fight or flight? Flight. Flight. Not going yeah. upstairs and investigating. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, I think it's zombies. Let's get high and have sex. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everything will be fine. It'll be fine. You know? <laughs> they can't open doors. Um, <laughs> so I had to grab her. <laughs> And like, oh, no, this way. <laughs> and we went into the basement of uh, this acting school where I had a bunch of actors all uh, in the uh, throughout the building. So we come in, we slam the door, and I tell her, oh, no, it's the zombie apocalypse. And then I had a cache of Nerf weapons. And so we fought our way through, and in the theater, her fiancé was chained to the ceiling. And she had to save her fiancé. We had a big shootout. And... Uh, it was a, it was a blast, and one of the actors that helped me with that was my now business partner Vaughn Irving, and he said I would pay to, to do <laughs> Absolutely. this. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. And we we're like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And we looked at our watch, and it was like four minutes long <laughs> from the time we went actually into the school with all the Nerf weapons because we were just on a dr- an adrenaline rush. Sure. So we we're like, well, how do we make this into a show? Uh, and and that's where we started. <laughs> Very cool. Very that's cool. Sense. The long version of our origin story. When is this running? This runs now, actually. It, okay. it opened on the 8th, and it runs through Halloween night. And it runs Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And shows start at 7 o'clock. And right now what we're finding is that we're selling really well on our early shows. 
but our later shows are selling sort of the latest. So if you're if you want a late night fun, if you want to come at ten o'clock or ten twenty to the Civic Center and do this, how late? How late do they run in the evening? Um, I think seven uh, ten twenty is the ten twenty is the last. Is the don't, you don't have a midnight yeah. showing? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta. Not go all home. of us work nights. Yeah. <laughs> um, Zombies get tired too. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, but they're yeah. dead on their feet and yeah. not done. There we go. Edit, oh, edit that out, Michael. That was, I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> the coolest thing about this whole thing is that we're, we just became, Reduction Theater has managed its own venue for a really long time, and we just moved to the Civic Center. We're a new resident, we're the newest resident theater company there. Um, and they are so kind to us, and oh. we have thrown at them the craziest yeah. thing that we could possibly do as yeah, a theater You're 10 company. minutes in the door and you're like, can we have the whole building yeah. just for, I don't know, a month or so? Yeah. Yeah. Is that cool? And we're going to have zombies in the lobby and we're going to have shows like the box office is, is, you know, like just little things like that that you don't think about when you're planning a show like this. But like the box office usually opens at a certain time and then it stays open through intermission and mm-hmm. then it closes. Well, we have a we have a dedicated box office person there all night long with us because they're selling they're tickets. They're selling tickets to, all the way to 10 yeah. Exactly. Or they're distributing the tickets that have already right. been sold online or, or um um, or over the phone and things like that. So well, they also let us like uh, rifle through the the basement of that's like right. old garbage that they're about to throw out, and we're like, no, 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 that's our set piece. <laughs> we'll put that in there. Don't throw that away. We can use yeah. that as a barricade. That junk looks apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what's fun too. Like uh, we we've repurposed the Civic Center. Every built every room that we use has been repurposed for the Survival Center. Right. So. Uh, you know, the room with carpet has become the dormitory um, because we don't want to sleep on the hardwood stage. Um, so, uh, Which is know. a really creepy spotlight room that yeah. I had never been in. Here's the thing is we just became a resident theater company of the Civic Center, but if you're a local actor or, or theater producer or whatnot, you've, worked, you've typically worked there. And mm-hmm. I've directed in this particular area like a couple of times and i have never been in the rooms that we are literally Hmm. performing in and audience members have only been like in the lobby and the the stage yeah Uh, but now they're walking up backstage hallways we go up and down on a freight elevator uh in the back that has like those gigantic closing doors someone on admission and previews was like how did you guys get the creepiest elevator ever? And we're like, no, that's, that's it just was the, here. It was here. It, it was, it's already the creepiest. <laughs> They're seeing like basements and stairwells and, and just areas that you never typically see unless you probably work, you know, you're a full-time employee right. in the Civic yeah. Center. And, and, yeah. civil, and, and the Civic Center is fairly new, but every theater, and I've worked in several theaters, no matter what, every theater, that's why they always say they're haunted, is because you get that feeling no matter what even if it's fairly new, like the Civic Center, you get that feeling of, yeah. especially when you go downstate, when you downstairs, or you go yeah. into areas that you've never been before. Those are creepy. I don't know what it is. I don't know. The, the, whoever designed theaters always has this. Right. <laughs> well, apparently there is a ghost. There, yeah. Mr. Gray is their ghost. Oh, okay. Um, I've not heard the Gray story. Yeah. We went uh, to the haunted fifth floor, which is, we're not even allowed to perform in there. That's how creepy that space is. <laughs> See, and the Civic Center is only like 15 years old. No, I think it's older than that. The renovation. The renovation of it. it yes, the, 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 the building itself, I think, goes back. Like What's the Mr. Gray story? Because I know the I story know about he... the people in the house. There's, there was I'm like a murder sure. in the house. There in the was free. a, yeah, there was a <laughs> husband there with his girlfriend, and the wife came in and just shot him dead in the chair at the in the theater. Um, so. And that's the space we perform in. <laughs> that's the yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Right. Um, Why wouldn't you? But I don't know how Mr. Gray died. I uh, I don't know. It could just maybe be. he never died. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Just there. So, yeah. so I, I think it's wonderful for for patrons to go back into yeah. area that they've never areas they've never been before. That's a lot of fun for them too. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be amazing. And I think it's it's a really fun experience because it's it's. I mean, like all of these experiences, it's it's safety oriented. I mean, at the end of the day, we're asking you to do what seem like kind of dangerous, crazy things, like shoot Nerf guns at actors who are <laughs> pretending to be zombies. But at the end and of the we day, require headshots. Yeah. Yeah. So, Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It's of the course. rules. Yes. You know? If you're gonna that's shoot right. a body but it, shots, but that's the work. real the, that's yeah. the real that I was talking about earlier is yeah. like a haunted house. You kind of know that it's a boo right. moment, and it's like, no, you have to shoot that thing in the face. Yeah. Oh, I, I used to think <laughs> I, I would do haunted houses. I would, I would not 
do be a part of it. I just go go to haunted houses like anyone else. And I always thought, well, there's always those times when you were going either too fast or too slow, and you would catch up with other groups. Mm, yeah. And I always thought, what would be great is to get actors, not just in there, but also actors to kind of catch up with your party. And then at the very end of it, when there's always there's always a guy with a chainsaw. That's how it always ends in a right. haunted house. <laughs> oh, really? Have yeah, yeah, always, always, <laughs> no yeah, there's, there's yeah, no they, chainsaw. Or they there's, take there's, the blade. There's always that one guy. That might be yeah. regional. We are very close to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> But have one of the actors who caught up with the group actually get taken and yeah. killed. And everyone goes, did, did anyone? I mean, that guy just died yeah. in front of us. Like, right. oh, wait, he wasn't with our party in the, to begin with. You just kind of worked with it. So I, that's how I thought that this would kind of also be that you'd have somebody there to be interactive with. And that's basically the zombies to, to be And, and the, the survivalist actors. Yeah, you get a survivalist actor. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Very cool. And there's very, also very the, cool. the the same idea of, of that is is that one of the, your party could become a zombie and come back, <laughs> too. Wonderful. I mean, right. that's the idea of that. But and then you have to kill, try to kill your friend. I know. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And they're trying <laughs> to kill you. Um, but, yeah, that's the suspense that makes this really special mm -hmm. is that it is a game and, and you have one life and that's mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And there's no, you know, you don't get to... You know, one of the things I really liked it is try. It's like, no, this is legit. You get one chance. This is the apocalypse. Rex Hello. incorporated a lot of escape room puzzle solving ideas into the oh, game good. as well. So okay. it's got that element to it. And that's something that's really popular right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so great. And there are thing, you know, and so it's it's we've encouraged people because <clears throat> so many people are like, I love this. This is so much fun. I want to come back and be a zombie. I'm like, you can come back and have a completely different experience because mm -hmm. somebody on your team is going to catch that clue yeah, that nobody caught the first time. And there's different. <laughs> this is where I'm, this is where I'm coming at it from the video game perspective, because uh, it's not just a run and gun. There is a puzzle. There's a puzzle to solve. In fact, the whole mission requires you decoding um, the the vaccine ingredients. So you have to figure out how to do that. And uh, but there's also um, we're not supposed to really spoil those. I'm sure, but, yeah, um, careful. Don't do any spoilers. Yeah, so. but there are there are optional endings. Um, there are moments where the group gets to pick the fate of uh, your team. Or oh, that's great. And you get to um, choose different action points as you go. So you, you, you come across uh, different uh, moments of decision mm -hmm. and those, deci those decisions affect the rest of your mission, the, re the rest of the game. Um, and I like to, uh, we, we really like to put audience members to make them uh, have a moral decision. You know, at the, this is a survivalist mission, so they're hard decisions to make and we've had uh, a lot of groups kind of really argue with each other. But, but what if this happens? And, and <laughs> no, we have to do this. And so that's been really fun uh, to throw people into this immediate, uh, urgent decision that is too possible. Yeah, I think if people come away with this going, they have a different I, different perspective on what the zombie apocalypse would actually be. Right. There's a lot of people who, yeah. I, for some reason, romanticize the zombie apocalypse. And do you have people go, yeah, maybe this wouldn't be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> right. Uh, so far, everyone thinks it's fun. <laughs> but... Uh, um, people in that I saw, what? I've seen this happen in the lobby, is that the group that has just finished will come in and tell the next group some stuff. And I'm like, no, you're not. Oh, right. No spoilers. Because they've learned a lot of things along the way. And they're like telling the next group that's getting ready to go. That's kind of like sitting in the lobby and like, you know, waiting that's to uncool. get recorded. Oh, that's just a missed opportunity. They should come out just like beleaguered and covered right. in blood and just be like, you'll never make it out of that. <laughs> you'll never make it out of that. Well, we have, uh, we have these three fences um, on the, in, the, in the lobby. And depending on your fate of what happens to you, you get to sign one of those fences. Um, oh. oh, cool. And uh, one of them is kind of a memorial wall. Uh, and so if, <laughs> if you have fallen, the fallen, then your name gets put on, the, on this wall. And people have been leaving advice. But what's really fun is when people get into the world of it and they leave sort of fictional advice or like, you know, like. Yes. Because there's a survivor wall and they'll leave like, hey, Kelly, we went to Dallas. If you if you find us, meet us there. And, and it's like, you know, like. So cool. Because. They're that into is, it. Cause like, is, yeah, because they, they bought in. They've completely bought in. Yeah. They're yeah. adding to the fiction. of Right. The and, yeah. and like. And now it's this, you know, eight foot fence that's full of advice like that. And, it, you know, that's really fun because audience members have given us that 
aspect of the story. Um, and it's, you know, they've pretended like they've been separated from their family and they're trying to reunite. And so that's a really cool, again, an immersive element that makes this a pretty special event. That's very cool. Yeah. Let me ask you, is there something different that you're seeing anything from the OKC audience from the DC audience? Um, that's a good question. Uh, no, I mean, so far, I, I think people are uh, pretty pretty similar. Pretty similar you know, it, it, a lot of this as the director creator has been about controlling human interaction and, and, and learning to predict human behavior, which has been a kind of a fascinating uh, relationship as an artist with an audience of like, you know, I'm predicting you're going to do this. Will I be right? <laughs> and, and I, you know, we learn a lot from that, from just runs of it. Uh, and so doing it last year definitely gave us a leg up on, on this year. Right. So uh, in DC, we actually wrote a sequel. Uh, it's called DC Dead Mutation. And that's a different mission. That's a different plot. So uh, awesome. this so in Oklahoma City and last year in D.C., the mission was to find the vaccine uh, because the outbreak had just happened. We we're kind of in reaction mode now in D.C. It's a year later. We're trying to take the fight back to the zombies. And uh, so the uh, it's it's a bit more militant. And the the overall mission is actually to build a bomb. <laughs> right. you're, 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 we're trying to build a neuro nuke that have the, will have the zombies taken over part of DC, and you're trying to well, they did last year, and okay. yeah, now we're trying to take it back. Take it back. And so something that's fun. Uh, I'll give this is a small spoiler, but just for your listeners, you, there you go. You'll get a spoiler. So in every zombie um, world that you know is fictionally created it's kind of an unspoken rule that you don't call them zombies you come up with your own terminology right. mm -hmm. so like the walking dead they call them walkers and you know uh world war z called them z's so not many actual um stories use the term zombies so we wanted to come up with our own term so last year in dc we said it was a mutated form of a staph infection so here in dc we call them staffers <laughs> uh, which then ended up, you know, we're going to take back Capitol Hill from all the staffers. <laughs> you know, There's a bunch of local jokes. And so we're like, which would be better if it was lobbyists, but that's okay. Yeah, right. Um, so with this year, we're like, oh, well, that joke doesn't work in Oklahoma City. And, and so we just decided we'll come up with a local joke. Uh, so we say it's a, it's a aggressive form of uh, meningitis, which is twisted people into abominations. So here in Oklahoma, we call them twisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's, it only makes sense. You gotta yeah. run from twisters. You gotta you run, from, run twisters. from twisters. Yeah. yeah. When there's a whole, instead of a, instead of a zombie horde, we call it a twister storm. Um, so yeah. there, like, there's a bunch of fun. A twister like, storm. Oh, that's wonderful. It, right. it would actually be really refreshing to see Oklahomans running from a twister uh, yeah. instead of just standing on the porch watching <laughs> right. them come. So yeah. All right, I want to derail the conversation just a little bit. Because I'm a very big video gamer, and yeah. something that you see a lot in video games now is the submersion, where you become the main character. Mm. And did you guys look into like any sort of Bioware, like Mass Effect or mm. Dragon Age, where you get those options and you know you have those multiple endings? Right. The first game that I played that was like that was Fable. Yes. Um, and I played the full, you know, the whole trilogy and mm -hmm. loved it. Yes. And just loved that because it was. It wasn't just a role player game like mm -hmm. Knights of the Old Republic, or that was a pretty slow for me. Yeah. Uh, but like Fable had a lot of action, um, but it also had so many optional. So things. much duality to it, and everything, right? Yeah. And especially by the third game, where the decisions were really hard, and um, and everything affected the morality of your character. Mm. So I love that. But I did play the the Mass Effect trilogy, and that was like mind blowing. I love that's you know, my like, favorite game. <laughs> Yeah, and you can like download your all your choices from one game mm -hmm. to the next, and it's so. like a cohesive story of what you decided throughout. Was that an influence when you were yeah uh, um, plotting definitely, this out? Definitely, <laughs> and in fact, uh, we were just talking before we were recording this, talking about the Marvel universe. Um, so something that we've sort of uh, inspired by that as well is yeah, the definitely the video game aspect because we want. We want audiences to feel like they're in control, um, mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways they are. Uh, you know, we, we still need to be safe, and, and and you're still guided. But audiences make the decisions, and you find all the supplies. You don't get help from your guide. Your guide is just there to 
I make sure no one <laughs> gets hurt. <laughs> and basically, to keep, keep you going forward as, as it were. So and, and to move yeah, you forward. Yeah. Um, they, you know, there, there's a few storytelling things, but actually you collect a lot of the story through journal pages, which are sort of like collectibles in a video mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. where you, you know, you find a journal and it, you read it out. And we do that in this mission. And a lot of times those journal pages for the gamers mm-hmm. have little Easter eggs. And they're uh, for people who are really playing the mission who are, and we found that people who do video games do, do better. fare better at <laughs> yeah. scoring. Right. I because would imagine, yeah. You can complete the mission and have a really low score. Uh, there is a, there's a side mission, which is collecting ammunition and food and supplies, which is uh, n- unrelated to finding the vaccine. Right. So, See, that's what I would be doing. I do that all the time. I, I try Hoarding to build up my things. experience before <laughs> right. I go to the final battle. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we've had like uh, we had a group of Marines last year who like they were awesome at killing zombies. I mean, our actors couldn't even sneak up on them. They were just bam, 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 headshot, headshot, headshot. But they had the worst score ever because <laughs> all they did was murder. Yeah. We've but, had a lot of military people contact us for this show and say they want to do it as a team building exercise. Yeah, sure. So that's, I mean, I'd imagine that's the same thing. Yeah. Right. And that's what but I was on the, wondering. Is this, is this, is this, are you thinking about doing something like this? I want to get back to that. Yeah. Are you thinking about doing this besides just zombies and besides just Halloween? We, I think we're going to keep this as, for reduction as, a, as just a Halloween event because it would be great. And we've had people kind of propose that, like, why, why don't we do this sort of... Like, you'd have to have a building to do it. Have to have you can't, a, yeah. 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 And you can't be Civic doing Center, a Wild Music Man and, and we, Oklahoma yeah, are playing it. Exactly. We, and we share, we share the space with you know, several other theater companies. Yeah. And we're not even performing in the... We're officially in the part of the Civic Center called the the Freed or the Freedy. The I've always called it the Freedy. I, yeah, Freedy. Yeah. That's what I always thought it was. Uh, yeah, I think that, I think Is you and I are right. Freed? People are saying Freed. They're 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 lying. There's an E at the end. <laughs> it's Freedy. It's Freedy. Um, Everybody out there, it's Freedy. Well, Just, the little theater, and yes. um, so people, other people, we're not even in that space the rest of the season. We we're moving to we're we're in other parts of the building and performing in other performance spaces, doing other versions of of not as immersive, but definitely immersive types of theater. Yeah. So. so anyway, I'm sorry, go back to the video games. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, uh, the Marvel Universe idea. Um, so we we started this this year because this is the first year we've expanded to another city. And uh, I was talking with my partner, Vaughn, I was like, because I came here and I was gonna play a character called Southside. Uh, um, we've kind of named a lot of our characters. Uh, a lot of the human characters have a code name of where they live or used to live um, in Oklahoma City. So we did that in um, DC last year of, and my my character was H Street. Um, And so I was like, why don't I just play the same character? And we kind of have, we can have this overall universe. And you know, the DC office has sent H Street to deal with Oklahoma City uh, infection. And I was like, we were talking about that and we just love that idea instead of, having all of these isolated, we're like, well, let's just have a big yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. And like, that's really exciting. That's what I've always loved about Marvel is... The MCU, how it's the all The MCU, and I mean, that's why I actually love Greek mythology as well. There's mm-hmm. this massive just pantheon of, of gods mm-hmm. and heroes, and they're all related. They all come into each other's stories, and, and they're, they're villains in some stories, they're heroes in others. And that's how I got in the comic books, actually, because it's like, whoa, there's this other world of really awesome characters and their heroes and villains and you started off with greek mythology yeah yeah uh, and i still nerd. love it the nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think greek mythology, mythology was the award very first nerdism for a lot of people <laughs> that it was is, mine. right it was my first nerdism was that and lord of the rings yeah exactly which is its own mythology i yeah. can't talk right. i used to take dictionaries on vacation with me when i was like 12 so <laughs> book nerd from well we're wow. crowning you yeah, the biggest yeah. yeah. It was, i was homeschooled too so it wasn't like i had a lot of options <laughs> the dictionary is good have you seen um oh shoot now oh great now if now the name is funny there's a movie at michael showalter uh it, no one saw it outside of me i think <laughs> uh the baxter have you ever seen that? I think I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. It is the most charming movie I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It came out in 2005. It's a romantic comedy, but the two main characters bond because they're reading the dictionary. <laughs> That's they're amazing. Like, I'm reading the dictionary, too. I read it every night. Like, so. 
words. I like to learn new words. I There's people out there for you. <laughs> See, I was so. reading the thesaurus, so I, oh. uh, I couldn't do the dictionary because it was boring. Thesaurus, that... Wow, there's like four different words for sword. That's totally <laughs> cool. I like to see the root of the words. That was my big thing. Like, oh, it's a Latin root. Da, da, da. Did you do it, spelling bee? When you were no, I, I was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for trying to throw that rope. <laughs> I'm trying to help. You know. no. I'm trying to get that spelling bee. <laughs> no, but I'm a very excellent speller now. Yeah, well. And I can tell I everyone they're expect. spelling it wrong. <laughs> and so there's an E at the end. It's Freedy. Freedy. Freedy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tying that together for us. Yeah. Done. So, uh, again, so how, so how, when, does it, when does it run? Because it's running right now, but mm -hmm. what, what are the dates and uh, how much does it cost? Um, tickets are, uh, I think, uh, general admission tickets for Friday and Saturday nights are $28. Mm -hmm. Here's a little secret, though. You can get $3 off if you bring a canned good because um, we're also accepting donations for uh, local charities, mm -hmm. local food oh, charities. That's like um, a survivalist. What are they, you call it, call it something like that. On yeah, the, if you yeah. bring food, because everyone who comes to survival headquarters has to pitch in. That's in right. Yeah. Uh, got to keep it up. Keep us alive. Every day we're alive is another victory. So bring a can of goodness to $3 off. Um, that's yeah. great. Thursdays right now are $18. So if you come oh. on a Thursday and you're, or, and I would, I would recommend ordering tickets uh, ahead of time to do that because we may, uh, depending on how things sell, we may have to bump up our but um, eighteen dollars for Thursdays, and then there are some military discounts. There's some city card, uh, Allied Arts city card discounts, and then there's student discounts. And it's all on our website, reductiontheater.com. Reductiontheater.com, mm -hmm. and that's is it R E? Yeah, it's R E D U X I O N T H E A T R E dot com. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are writing that down theater. at home, hopefully. that's how I spell theater. I still spell theater yeah. with the R E. You can't. That's just how you do it. That's how it's done. That's how it's yeah. always done. Yeah, for sure. It's in the dictionary. Snobby <laughs> nerds. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, I've I'm, heard it. I'm a Shakespearean nerd. That's I mean, right. Yeah. I've heard yeah. it. Uh, that's how Michael and I that, met. That's how we met yeah. at Oklahoma Shakespeare in the Park. That's right. I've heard it explained that RE is the art and ER is the building. The building. Think of it like but that at the Civic Center, actually, all of the spaces are RE because they can, and that because that's what I always thought, right? Right. Because the venue is the um, ER. But uh, at the Civic Center, they say, we're doing the art within these walls. Right. So it is an RE. Mm. So there's a bunch of different philosophies about it. I actually but. divided it in one side. I just said, basically, if you're doing live theater, it's an RE. And if you're doing film, mm -hmm. it's ER. A movie right. theater is ER. I would never say a movie theater is RE. Harkins Theater right. is right. ER. Yeah. 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 So that's basically the way I divided it. Well, there went our Harkins. There we go. <laughs> yeah, great. Hey. I still love Harkins. I love the movies. <laughs> I do too. Movies I go to great. more Warren. So <laughs> I go to the B and B or whatever. Or where is that? <laughs> you guys are all blank stare, isn't me? Bed and breakfast. Bean no, it's it's called the B Bean Theater, and it's it's a gem. Oh, I shouldn't tell anyone. Dang it! Uh, it's yeah. on Twenty Third Street, and I think it's at MacArthur, and it's hidden behind this like strip mall and when you go there you guys there are real there, zombies there there are real zombies there <laughs> no everybody is there is is geeky like everyone is geeky Did about they show films first movies yeah i saw the avengers uh age of ultron there on opening night wasn't even sold out nice. and then had a whole discussion with like five or six other strangers that I met that night about what's happening with Hulk. So, <laughs> what is going on here? here and, is, well, yeah. there was used to be a MacArthur Which Park there or Westwood. This is, <laughs> well, Westwood's a, 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 a church now. So MacArthur, it's not the MacArthur Park where the old MacArthur Park Theater is, was is it? 23rd MacArthur? Maybe. I don't know. I'm a, I I don't know my history. I literally just, we Tyler and my, my husband and I found it like a year and a half ago. Okay. Found it. MacArthur it's, Park it's was where I saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Westwood, which is now a church, which is on the west side of MacArthur, was where I saw Lord of the Rings, the Bakshi version. So MacArthur oh, Park, that, that song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not frightening. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the monsters are actually scary. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because it was live action that they colored over. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So no, they're the yeah. yeah. Those so are way scary. Okay, I thought you were talking about the actual film itself. No. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's this older theater. I think it's called Windsor B and B. Anyway, just look up B and B on like oh, your app or whatever. It, oh, it's, it's behind. Yes, the, it's behind the, the Windsor. Okay, yeah. are you sure it's MacArthur? It's Meridian in Twenty Third. Maybe it's Meridian. It's oh, Meridian darn it! Thank you for correcting me. Yeah, yeah. It's the old Windsor. Uh, yeah. Windsor Eight. She's trying to throw trick. people off. Yeah, oh, she was like, yeah. "Oh, I shouldn't say this." Twenty Third and oh, MacArthur. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's on Rockwell, guys. So, yeah, um, look for it's it on behind, Rockwell. It's by 
Gopuram. So go and have some amazing yeah. Indian food and then go see yourself a film and have a bunch of fun. And and everybody there is like you. And they, they, they show first-run movies, but they also, like other movie theaters, they have programs where they're going to show vintage movies. Right. They're going to show them. Somebody was really excited because they were showing some movie about the Last Unicorn, which is some kind of animated film. <gasps> oh, my film. goodness. You, you don't know about The, the Last, Last Unicorn? Unicorn. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I've opened a can of Go ahead. No, no, no. Go uh, ahead. It's, it's Alan Arkin uh-huh. and Mia Farrow. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's a beautiful. Is Tim Curry in that? It was, no, it was based no. off of a book uh, called The Last Unicorn. Yeah. And I've actually read the book as well. And it's wonderful. It's, it's mu- mu- music by America. Nice. Yeah. The people who said, saying uh, Horse With No Name, they did the music <laughs> for this. Is that? Tom Cruise got Jeff, in Jeff, that? No, Jeff Bridges. Very, who's the very young You're thinking like, of Legend. Guy. No, no. Yeah, legend. You're right. This, this, is, this, is, legend. Animated. this is animated. This is animated. That's where I thought we were headed. Was right. It's got okay. Jeff, Jeff Bridges Tim as well. Curry, he's yeah. the yeah, king. Yeah, because he's like the... Uh, Alan Arkin is the little wizard guy. Uh, Mia Farrow was the unicorn. They had a couple... They had a special two-night showing. Friends of mine went nuts. I, I, oh, I, I have to admit that I have not heard of it, so I was... The animation is really unique in it. Like, that's what I remember as a kid. It... I don't know if you ever watched the animated Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes. And so I, I, they used to have the animated Lord of the Rings at the library, the really small town that I lived at VHS, like back early two thousands should have been DVDs by then, but it wasn't. And that's how I got into the last unicorn. Cause I noticed the animation was the same and I was like, Oh my God, I love those. That's last awesome. awesome. If you haven't seen it, last unicorn is wonderful. Right on. The, the music is. I don't know if I don't know fantastic. if it's coming back at any time, but every time I go in there, they always give me a flyer for like the next vintage movie that's coming that's awesome. up. Like they showed a bunch of the vacation movies this summer because of the big, the new vacation movie. Um, they showed, I think they showed a bunch of the Rocky films for some reason yes. recently. So it's like uh, because they're awesome. Yeah. Maybe not the of them third awesome. one. <laughs> there's, there's another one coming. Club Lane. And my husband loves it. My husband Tyler loves it because on your way out. They give you mints, like, like, and it's such. I guess that's an old school movie thing to do, and he loves that aspect of it. They get, they hand you mints, All or right. they have a bowl of mints or something. I must, I must go to the winter. So, I haven't been there forever. It's bunches of come fun. for the mints, stay for the movie. That's <laughs> yeah. I'll take my wife tonight. Let's yeah, go, to the go, go. I want to see the Martian still. So, well, here's the thing: is Crazy I don't want tea. too many people to figure no. it right, out. No, I don't go see what? I'm not a big fan of horror. Which is weird. Good news. It's a gothic romance. Which is weird because I'm doing this like this zombie podcast here. That's the one with Tom Hiddleston in it, right? Loki. Tom Hiddleston. Oh yeah, he's great. Okay. See, Crimson Peak. Go. (laughs) Half mints. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure, and and I'm not sure. I I kind of I want when Star Wars comes out, I want to I kind of want to see it there, but. You know, I, we were looking for a venue. We were looking for a venue. We are thinking about... I'm very stressed already about Star Wars. Like, I'm just so stressed about it that I need to, like, settle down about it. Here's the thing. I'm go, we're going to go... We're going to try and go that Saturday morning mm-hmm. to be the first run. So the, the, the first movie that runs on Saturday morning... Perfect. So we're trying to get a whole bunch of people together. We've already made a shout-out to our podcast listeners, all, like, three of them. And we're asking them we to join us. them. But they <laughs> all said okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so All of our mothers will be there. Windsor, the Windsor 8, we should definitely go. It, yeah, it'd be so much fun. I'm, I'm going to be called something different. I've just been, I just remember when it was called the Windsor 8. They, Listen, don't be stressed out. No. It can't get any worse. That's You're true. Right. Yeah. We've hit right. bottom, guys. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, and we're, kept digging. It yeah. can't, we're <laughs> fine. Let me tell you, I have I, the, the, the worst thing about the when Phantom Menace came out, it was the only Star Wars there was. Yeah. You could see the movie. The movie sucked. You never did anything else with Star Wars. That was it. Yeah. Maybe you could go read the books. They were the expanding universe of the there comics. There were a lot of books. The books right? were still the books, canon back the, then. The and books you can, and the comic books were. Yeah. But even if The Force Awakens is awful, mm-hmm. there are still other movies. There are still, And the television shows right now are fantastic. The books and the comic books right now are amazing. I'm reading them all. I'm watching yeah. them all. I'm doing so even if Wars Star is, Wars: is The Force great. Awakens is not good. Mm. What is going on in the world of Star Wars or the galaxy of Star Wars is phenomenal. In the so, Empire, perhaps. Yeah, yes, mm. I'm excited. I'm excited about. It. Yeah, <laughs> we're all excited. So excited about it. I, I, I <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just blown over. I'm, I'm. I'm trying not to stress out about it, but I'm literally like, I don't know why I'm so stressed. Your headphones like, on, you kind of look like Princess Leia. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is that my whole life I've looked like Carrie Fisher enough for everyone to be like, do you know you look like 
care of it. I'm like, yes, I know. I never really <laughs> thought am. about that, but yeah, you've all, yeah, you do. <laughs> and Tyler's even like, my husband said, you know, when I was little, I had the biggest crush on Princess Leia. And I'm like, well, you married her. So. <laughs> you never, you never the done the slave Leia thing for him. No. <laughs> no. That's every guy's dream. I know. I know. I'm an adult lady, so I don't do that. <laughs> We're sorry oh. to our cosplay listeners right now. Oh, no. I, no, no, no. I wasn't in a diamond of cosplay. I'm wearing it oh. right now, though. So yeah. Rex is wearing it right yeah. now. I look great in brass. <laughs> I, what I was saying is in my younger days, I would have. I, I would pull out any any version of Leia except for Slave Leia right now. Well, she, yeah, she was 19 when she, or actually maybe she, she was more a, like 22. There was a lot of cocaine that. that contributed to that particular look, so I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm, I'm not that into that thing. I'm not that into cocaine. It, it, was, no. it, was, <laughs> it was also the early 80s, so, yeah. you know, yeah. But to, to bring it back to, to, to zombies a little yeah. bit, just to uh, talk about that, there, um, the one thing that I love about this show is that this, is, this, is a, this, is, this event, OKC Dead and DC Dead, are such unique things, but they play on so many things that are happening in pop culture. Like before we started, we talked about Walking Dead. I know you've talked a lot about iZombie mm-hmm. on, on yeah. this podcast. I love iZombie. I think it's fantastic. I have, I'm not oh, caught this up. this last episode. Oh, you, oh, yeah. I was going to say that because you'll love this last episode. <laughs> I think it is probably the best. Well, I know it's only two, se- two episodes so far this season, but I think it was the best <laughs> so far this season. I, I, I think it was even better when, when, with, compared to how it ended. I was yeah. kind of disappointed. The last one was fantastic. This is this you watch it. It's on on Hulu. It's really good. But I, I love iZombie and the and I'm not familiar with the comic books, so I'm not I'm not that versed in it. But I love the fact that The Walking Dead doesn't talk about how the illness, even though they went to the CDC, whatever. I don't know. But um, they don't talk about this illness or or this this infection. And I that's all iZombie talks about yeah. is how, how this was caused. How we can possibly cure it? And they you know, use the word zombie all the time. They do. That's all they yeah. use. In I zombie. zombie. Yeah. Well, it's I in zombie. the title. So I yeah. guess well, it to. also makes. Sense. I mean, it's supposed to be very um, in a world where zombie stuff exists. Right. Right. Like that's the thing. If right. you start introducing the word zombie into a lot of these, then it's like, well, then you already know what to do. Right. right. Because yeah. you're familiar with pop yes. culture. You have to. Yeah. It's, so you yeah. Have to zombie like, has to be part of trim the pop that culture. out. But yeah. uh-huh. it's part of the deal in and that, that and approach. And that's what. DC Dead and OKC Dead is all about is is finding the cure and mm-hmm, saving mm-hmm. it because talking about it you know there's so many different examples of and Walking Dead is perfect of somebody waking up when it's when damage is already you know severely done but but taking it from a at the ground level what's happening right now yeah is is, is such an exciting thing to do and explore well and I Vaughn and I both talked about how our favorite zombie movies or, or zombie comic books, the zombies aren't really the point. Um, they're kind of the weather, you know, they're the given circumstances. And uh, we wanted to highlight the human inter- interaction and sort of the mission. You know, we still have a plot. We still have, we have work to do, but zombies can get in the way sometimes. And there's still moral, <laughs> there's still moral choices that you have to deal with. Right. And some of those yeah. aren't dealing with zombies. Some of the choices that you come across. Um, so turn to the group. So, which one of you is getting left behind? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. Well, we're low on food. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nikki went there. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, that's why I said you don't have to be faster than the zombie, just have to be faster than the rest of you that's guys. That's right. As, Lace your boots. <laughs> Rex's sister demonstrated. Yes, that's right. You just gotta take off running. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so, so reductiontheater.com uh, mm-hmm. people can find out. $18 on Thursdays and $28 on Friday and Saturday. That's right. Runs until Halloween, which is actually on a Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, do you big think you night. could actually pretty have pretty much people there on Saturday on that night? I'm 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 anticipating big crowds. I think there's an ex- I mean there's a really cool uh, parade happening downtown. I think after that we're going to have a big influx of people, mm. you know, and then maybe people who want to, you know, do that instead of the parade or instead of staying home and feeding trick-or-treaters. I don't know. Well, I it's also noise. only 45 minutes, so you could like you True. could be out, you could come see us, then you go out again. It's not like going uh, yeah. to a theater yeah. is three right. hours long. Right. right. It, this is not your night. This is just a part of your exciting Halloween plans. Yeah. So. Go out and see that. And it's right fun. there. It's at the Civic Center. It's downtown. It's mm-hmm. close to everything. Where everything else is going on yeah. anyway. Because yeah. it's now exciting to, to be in Oklahoma City. <laughs> right. Well, that's something that's been really rewarding for me coming back to work on this project is seeing how cool Oklahoma City is, you know, and we've become quite hip, very <laughs> hip because, <laughs> you know, I live in DC and 
uh, th- they say the coasts are a little bit ahead of mm-hmm. the. Uh, yeah, we're still catching up. Yeah, but uh, you know when I when I was here, it was sort of like Olive Garden or Outback. What do you want to do? <laughs> oh, that new Chili's, Chili's. is open. <laughs> oh, <no>. um, <laughs> Bottomless course, chips and salsa, yeah. you guys. Of course, we were still excited about the all-day breakfast McDonald's. So, well, yeah. you know, and McRib is Wait, coming back. Wait, where is that? <laughs> Every I'm McDonald's. S- Sonic's been Are you doing kidding? breakfast they just started all day. It, yeah, right. All day yeah. Is all day breakfast serious? I'm like, I'm. Well, so does yeah. IHOP. Wow. But. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, there's no drive-through at IHOP. Not yet. Right. Some very <laughs> unexpected revelations on today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast. Tell me more. Tell me more. Hey, go to McDonald's. You can get an egg McMuffin right now. Two o'clock in the afternoon. That's oh what we're gosh. doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> this is the society we live in now. Yeah. It's it's the twenty. It's, it's because it's, of the zombies. It's, it's, <laughs> this is what they predicted in Back to the Future too. It, it, <laughs> oh my god, that is that's the twenty first, right? Yeah. Is there yeah. is there yeah. big? Okay, you guys. There is now. a big bash going What's on happening? downtown. Yeah. With actually, no, my, not downtown. It's up it, at the. Um, it? It's up at the. I'm not gonna the, be able to go because the event, the new. Thing on Memorial and Western, I think it's called the event. Oh yeah, yes, it is called the event. Um, Sorry, excuse me. Main event. event. It's called the main, main event. event. Main it's event. A, it's on Memorial and Brandon Cole, who does the Retro Gamer Society, Retro Gamer Society is putting this together. It is a Back to the Future to Bash, August twenty, October twenty first, celebrating the day that that Marty McFly. That Marty McFly. Are they selling hoverboards? Yeah, can we get one? <laughs> Maybe I, I heard that there's maybe a. DeLorean showing up. At right. I do know that it's it's right down the street from where I live, so I will actually be going there. It's at seven o'clock, and so we are going to be going cool. just to show up and. Yeah. It's on Wednesday, it's, so. I'm going to use my trash converter to do that. <laughs> <laughs> to, to go into the future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Plutonium. The you know the weird thing <laughs> is they've been they've been referencing this in the past year or two years is the Robert Zemeckis thing that aired on television that said hoverboards were real. And now people are going, wait a minute, that wasn't right. <laughs> they actually have footage of Robert Zemeckis. Is it Robert Zemeckis? Am I saying that's, that? That's the guy who did right. the, the... That's saying the that movies. these are real things. And he's, when the movie came, when the, the, the second movie came out, these are real things. Parent groups won't let them on the market. Brilliant. Uh, and now, now he there, said now that. There are, there are hoverboards. I've actually seen them. Have you seen? They, okay. Now, it, they're not commercially viable. They're fairly large uh-huh. um, and certainly not tiny and pink like, you know, what Marty McFly what, what was running you, around. Like a, not a skateboard? They're, they're fairly large, but you, they <laughs> yeah. do hover. And it's just simply using okay. magnets to, to keep you off the ground. You can actually go back and forth. Um, well, he was saying Goblin that you can actually one. find on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, uh, Nerdist.com. Uh-huh. Had a whole thing out. So you go Did to Nerdist.com's really? website on YouTube. Well, he said it while holding one from the movie, so he made it seem like... Oh, yeah, no, he, they don't he look he like the But brilliant lies. Like, yeah. these, are, these are real. Good marketing lies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, and so many people in the past two years have come out and said, wait, I heard that. We all... Somebody... Yes. We heard that somewhere. It was like on TV or something. Like it was like a, an extended commercial for the movie or something. And what we're all finding out is that the the Marty McFly one, at least the Marty McFly ones, are never, no. never real. So no. you're telling when me Jurassic Park doesn't have real no. dinosaurs? No. Now, what's interesting, though, is my, my wife and I were talking. She goes, well, apparently the Chicago Cubs are doing fairly well. And I said, yes, because it was predicted in Back to the Future. <laughs> right. They, they, they would win. win the World Series. Right, they would. And if they win the World Series, I think... That's the only thing that's going to matter. Hoverboards. One, one prediction one out prediction. of forty-two thousand yeah. predictions. Because well, no hoverboards. They have three D movies. Our three no, D movies look slightly sh- better. Sh- There's no Cafe Eighties anywhere. Come on, why is there not a Cafe Eighties? Uh, well, actually, there wait, could be. what's the name of it? The Retro Bar. <laughs> oh yes. yeah. I think I it's mean, called Denny's. <laughs> no, like. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, and of course, with the there is a there is a '80s flashback that's going a, a movement that's going on right now with Ready Player One, which is the new book that's out. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's really '80s. But see, I remember I, growing up in the early '90s, they were calling retro music, you know, '80s music retro, and I'm like, it's like only like five years ago. Right now, I can understand. And of course, the uh, Coma, the the oldie station now yeah. plays yeah, that's 80s exclusively movies. '80s songs. Exclusively, like, um, almost, almost oh, all the time. I knew I wasn't making this up. Flashback Retro Pub. It's a bar at eight fourteen West Sheridan. They've got like arcade what? games. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and eighties themed early. drinks. Yeah, eight fourteen West Sheridan. That's like right down the. Street. I know. Yeah, what right? is an eighties themed drink? 
Coors Light. Oh, hold, I mean, on. Like, wait, hold on, hold on. Zima. It's like it's like flash dance. Right. You know, like a flash dance martini, or uh, I don't know. Ice tea. <laughs> tab. 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 No, they, it's rum and tab. Uh, oh man, it's rum and tab. That was sent to yeah. my wife. I watched uh, Desperately Seeking Susan last they, night, and somebody ordered Pepsi? a rum and tab. Rum and tab. Exactly. Somebody ordered a rum and tab at wow. the Magic Place, and I was with, excited with, with with saccharin. Yes. Yeah. Mmm, saccharin. Delicious. I was three when the eighties was over. I have no idea what's. It's oh. over. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I You're know. exactly 10 years well, you know, younger than me then. Because I was three when the 70s ended. <laughs> I have no idea what happened there. I was going like, back to zombies and um, video games and Marvel and all that. It's I, I read an article. I don't know if it was in the New York Times. or But it's amazing how geek culture is. It, you know, it was such a B culture. Zombies was such a, mm-hmm. you know, a B movie. And now Walking Dead has bigger ratings than Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And our action big b- yeah. blockbusters are Marvel comic book movies. Yeah. It's Star Wars it's is glorious. going to blow, blow them all yeah. I blame yeah. the internet. Um, it's a glorious thing. I mean, it's <laughs> it I don't, wonderful. It's like it a wonderful we, time we to can be a think geek. Of, Well, and people are actually taking care of characters that are beloved, you mm-hmm. know? And that's, yeah. I think, an important thing because I think for years, uh, comic book movies were not great. No, they, the, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't oh, really good oh, no. at all. And it really hit and miss. Especially I mean, with some the Marvel u- Cinematic Universe. Like, my boyfriend hadn't watched any of them previous to our dating. And he's kind of a football guy. And I was like, you have to watch these movies right. with me. And if now we he will loves continue them. to date. Then <laughs> yes, exactly. You must, <laughs> you must watch the Marvel movies with me right. because you do, or else you won't know what you're getting into. And. Watched them, loved them. We go to see all the new ones that come out now. And so it, now that they are taking care of the characters and right. making good stories. But that stories. the top talent is going towards, and top yes. dollar yeah. is going towards yeah. those movies is is really incredible. Right. Well, um, when you when you had people like Robert Redford in Captain America 2, yeah. and Soldier, when you have oh, yeah. a fairly well-known actors who are deciding to be a part of these movies, mm-hmm. I, I think that was when I started to realize this is, this is truly mainstream. And yeah. when you have like really sidebar characters like Guardians of the Galaxy as mm-hmm. the number one movie of 2014, <laughs> I would never have thought that. Right. I knew at, it was happening. Time. Yeah. Rocket, rocket alone. I rocket. knew it was happening. Because as long as you bring in a raccoon, sure, just put in a, a cursing raccoon. It'll raccoon, be fun. raccoon, victory. Glad to see James Gunn directing something very mainstream. Like he just, it felt like his for years. It was just that sort of trauma kind of horror mm-hmm. stuff that he did, and it was so interesting to see that and to do it so well and so fun. Yeah, I'm not a comic book person. I have to admit that I am only a Star Wars nerd and a Shakespeare nerd. I mean, you know what I'm talking right. about, Michael. But it's still, it, uh, but as far as still like geek culture, culture, you it know, is, like but I still, our interest I growing an, up, I have not like an the, overall appreciation the for it. Stuff. Yeah, I don't um, want to go home and watch Doctor Who, and I know you all, y'all did that. Oh, huge but, uh, <laughs> I know, but like, but you should I still, though. You should. You should. <laughs> I haven't watched it either. The season is awesome. The season is awesome. If you were to, if you were to start watching this season alone. You would start enjoying Doctor Who. Do you know what kind of geek I am? I'm a BBC geek, and I am going to watch the new Doctor Who because of one thing. The new Doctor Who, what's his name? What's his actor's name? Peter Capaldi. He played Lord Falamar in the 1998 miniseries of Tom Jones and BBC, Mm. and that role was explosive. Yeah, nobody knows what I'm talking (laughs) about. I'm interested, though. Listen, this is how I'm going to justify it. I'm going to the Jane Austen Society. (laughs) I'm going to my Jane Austen Society meeting tomorrow. There's, by the way, there's a Jane Jane Austen Society? Yes, there is. And if you want to join me, I'm going to the revelations. Further. Even more impressive than the breakfast. Jane Austen Society in Oklahoma City? Yeah. There is a Jane Austen. It's a, it's a, it's we'll talk later. Yeah, we need to talk. <laughs> but, um, Pride and yeah, this is another zombies, podcast. Wasn't that, uh, yes. yes. Yeah. And by well, the way, Reduction's next show is a... Is, is a Jane Austen show. Yeah. Which one is it? Oh, my God. And it's interactive. Yeah. Well, it's actually, it's a it's a Christmas show that we did last year. It was a huge success. And it was called Jane Austen's Christmas Cracker. And it's an interactive ball. You come, you can dress up <gasps> oh or not. My God. And you're an attendee at the ball. And Jane Austen is there. And you can dance with Mr. Darcy if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> what Nikki, if I want Nikki to? and I want to talk. <laughs> Game yeah. on. You can talk. You can talk. Right. But the thing is, is that now just that checking. they've released yeah. the trailer coming, for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and zombies just out, which yeah. actually looks like a legitimately good film. The book was amazing. It's a fun like book. really good. We've got everything at Reduction Theater that we need to make that show happen because of uh-huh. <laughs> OKC right. Dead and the Jane. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> we can instead of dance with Mr. Darcy, put a bullet in his head. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. We actually have to get close to, we're close to an hour here, so we have to. Right. <laughs> uh, so, reductiontheater.com, uh, 
very quickly, how how can so how can people get to know more about this and what and OKC did and what they need to know? We've got um, we've got descriptions at at uh, reductiontheater.com. We've got videos. We've got a preview video. We've got audience reaction videos. So to let you know, we've had a lot of people call and go. I don't understand what the, am I sitting and watching a show? This is such an avant-garde show that we've done a lot to really educate people about what they're walking into. Um, you can go to reductiontheater.com. It has a list of our prices. It has uh, how to contact our box office at the Civic Center and how to order tickets, either pre-order or order on the day and all the things that you need and all the discounts that you're going to want to look Take for. Take a can. <laughs> yeah, but yep. I'm going to say this. If, you, if you're looking to come to an early show on Thursday, on any of the nights, Thursday, Fridays, or Saturdays, I would say we'll pre-order tickets uh, early uh, because those are going quick. The late night shows are not going so quick, but still, you don't want to miss out, especially if you're like, I want to come at 10 o'clock, and I've got seven friends, and we're ready to go. Just Make go sure ahead and book. order your tickets first. Yeah, book yeah. your tickets ahead of time, for sure. Good deal. Well, that's going to be our show. I do want to shout out very quickly to uh, Odd Man Out Podcast, did a wonderful podcast on Doctor Who, which they're all under 30, and the fact that they actually really talked well about it. Uh, Odd Man Out's podcast on, on Doctor Who that just came out was fantastic. Monday is the deadline for Flagons and Dragons. If you heard our... For the Kickstarter. For the Kickstarter. If you've heard our, our, our program on Flagons and Dragons, Monday is the deadline for Kickstarter. So all of our geeks out there, make sure you go on there. And we got to get them up to... Get your throne get, of games. Yes. Get your own named flagon. flagon. It's going to be... It's a D&D it themed... Nice. You know, bar the vessel pub. with the pestle, you can actually the flagon have... with the dragon. <laughs> is it is it just D and D or do the other? D&D? They have lots of tables. It's, it's all. It's all. It's all. I, I think they're kind of going with uh, the broad. Okay. You know, it's very like broadly. The games, the games, dragons, the, yeah, the games will be everything. Really play whatever but I think want, the idea right, behind the know? pub is the pub is supposed to be like a, an old fantasy style pub where you would meet. The, so tavern, you all meet yeah. in a tavern. Oh, nice. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's but it's all all the different types of games. They will even have board games. Uh, the the regular board games, Monopoly and stuff like that. So you can also the do boring ones. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> those are all boring. Monopoly. Monopoly is a medieval torture device. I went shopping today and I saw the new Star Wars Monopoly. <laughs> oh, and so he they put it. totally cool. So they it's painted totally, a dash no, of Star no, Wars it, over it their horror not, show. It's not in a square. It's in a circle, and it's totally different. So, but you're buying parts of the Death Star, very like. Cool. Well, you're just, it's, I don't know, but you can get a bungalow you on can the play Death Star. Kylo Ren, you can play Kylo Ren, I think you can that play. You know. I totally I want to meta play building the Death Star. Yeah. yeah, that that would love you know how Monopoly. How costly that would be? Like billions of dollars to just build yeah. Death Star. It took a whole empire. We're going to double, we're going to redouble our efforts. Wait. That's right. <laughs> and um, Can you blow up the board game if you like shoot yeah. the torpedo shot into the right spot? Sure. Are they, um, they're, every they're copy building. of Monopoly should be blown up. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. <laughs> So yes. you know what, board game Josh isn't playing this right. holiday Josh, season. Right. So we we you're a red leader. Play Monopoly. Yeah. Jeez. Aww. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's our show. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Nope. I'm what could we add? I have to I talk. Go after see Redu- <laughs> reductiontheater.com. Make Austin. sure to go check that out. Um, also check us out on Twitter at Podcast. You can also like our new Facebook page, Podcast. Send us an email with comments to Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us I on SoundCloud theme. and Stitcher. Yes, Podcast. Podcast. And uh, Rex, where can people find you on the web? Twitter, Twitter Facebook? Uh, Facebook. Like uh, we're also, we also have a DC Dead Facebook page. It's DC Dead. Uh, and I'm on Facebook as Rex Darty. And there is a possibility that we might have sequels on this, too. So. There is that possibility, yes. And uh, we're, oh, uh, DC Dead's also on Twitter. We're actually at Dead DC. The uh, ungrateful dead fans of DC already had claimed DC Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, come on, let us have the handle. Dead heads, they're always ruining it for everybody. Right. But, uh, ruining it for zombie fans everywhere. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, uh, friend me on Facebook. There we go. D A U G H E R T Y. There we go. Um, where can we find you? Oh, um, Aaron, sorry. Uh, my, I <laughs> my, my brain just went you know, completely gone. I'm a, I'm, I'm a stupid because I forget my Twitter handle, but I, it's Shakespeare underscore OKC, which is weird, and I should change it, but that's what it is. So I don't think you can change your Twitter handle. You can't change the handle, but you can change the name. I'm like, you can change the name. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm Michael in the morning Woods. now. I used to be KO. It's Michael Aaron Smith. Woods, and that's my that's my private Twitter handle where I talk about Jane Austen a lot. <laughs> But um, I also talk about what's happening at Reduction. But Reduction Twitter, uh, at Reduction Theater, um, that's also Instagram, and uh, that's also Pinterest, if you're on Pinterest. Um, And then we've got a Facebook page, which is just the backslash Reduction Theater Company. 
as the is our Facebook page. And right. there's tons of stuff happening on our Facebook page. There's tons of videos being talked We post about. the high scores every night. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's very oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Really? My yeah. phone blows up every night because so many people are so excited to 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 do attend the show and then right. they just post comment after comment after and comment. And then when we have fans just tag us on Facebook yeah. when they take pictures in, in their armory after the show. They're you know, so pose excited. with their that is weapons. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, so yeah, I saw excited. some of the comments of the people in the videos were, were just fantastic. Yeah, I died. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. right. <laughs> uh, Josh, where can people find you? At Joshua Unruh on Twitter, J-O-S-H-U-A-U-N-R-U-H. Nikki. I'm at Retro Robinson on Twitter, and I also run the Facebook page. That's right. And Devin is at Wava, W-V-V-A. We miss you, Devin. Get better. Be safe, uh, yes, Devin. I hope you're okay. Praying for you. Yeah. Uh, which is really disappointing because this was her thing. This was the she one. Was so that, yeah. She was excited so, about so you guys. Yeah. So we'll have to have you back on maybe when you guys do Pride and Prejudice and stuff. <laughs> we can talk about that. We can actually talk about. You know, I, we were, we always talked about this was never an exclusively like sci-fi or fantasy or Doctor Who or Star Trek. This was open to everybody. So Shakespeare geeks are welcome. Just yeah. and theater geeks are welcome. Just I'm sensing a Jane Austen episode in our future. I think, I think this yeah. should happen. Uh, yeah. 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 Nikki, I think Nikki Devin and I. And I don't want to. I don't want to be like girls are just into it because I've met a lot of guys into it. So. If you're a guy into this, you will love it. Is there like a guy that's into My Little Pony? Like a hey, the bronies. There's, there's, there's one. a lot of yeah, bronies. Yeah, there's one. <laughs> uh, yo. I know. See, that's, I know. Pinkie Pie's my favorite. That's right. That's what's up. <laughs> See, I couldn't understand that one, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, everyone has one. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, for Rex Doherty, Aaron Woods, Joshua Unruh, Nikki Robinson, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm. Geek on.